Welcome to Prop Chat. We are here to talk about property, the ups, the downs, and how you can get started in property investing. And now, here's your host, Dave McGlashan. Hello and welcome back to Prop Chat. First and foremost, apologies for the brief hiatus we took over there. We, we got a little busy, um, but what we're doing is getting straight back into podcasting by giving you some of our recorded content, some of our live webinars that we've been doing. Um, so there's a nice big backlog for you guys to work through. I uh, really hope you enjoy it. If you want to catch these live, it happens on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 o'clock on our Facebook page. You're welcome to join us. Otherwise, the recordings will always come up over here on the podcast, so you're welcome to catch up here. Let your friends and colleagues know about these updates because it is it, it is affecting all of us as South Africans. And today we are so proud to have Absa Bank on the call with us today with regards to the Absa Bank payment relief and how does it work. And some of you will already know Miguel Martins, who has been coming to a lot of the SA Property Investor Networking events. And Miguel is very passionate about property and he's always there. He's always available for our property investors. I mean, just like all of us, we all want to create wealth through property. And Absa Bank approached and said, look, Andrew, we want to make sure that we are there for our clients. So ladies and gents, please, if you have any questions for Absa Bank with regards to payment relief, now is your opportunity. Please let us, let us know now in the Facebook comments, are you a property investor? Are you a landlord? Are you a tenant? Are you facing any difficulties? Please start commenting and please start engaging your friends, your family. Let them know because this is going to be the most powerful live stream we have done to date. It is all about how the payment relief works with APSA Bank. Please note, ladies and gents, we are not going to answer questions about NetBank and Standard Bank and FNB. That's for another day. This is all about APSA Bank. Now, if you don't know already, we do have a page on the SA Property Investors Network page. Just go to this specific link. We will post it in the Facebook comment for you right now. Click on this link if you haven't done so. Go to www.joinsappen.com forward slash COVID-19. It is free to register. And what you'll find in this page, you'll find fake news versus real news. You'll also see the last three weeks of all these COVID updates where we've interviewed a lot of different property practitioners from the rental, commercial, residential, and of course today, the APSA Bank Payment Relief live stream, which will be recorded and we will be putting it on there. Now, ladies and gents, I have got a series of questions that for the last week, we've come to you, we've gone to our Facebook group and we've asked people, the Facebook group and the page, what questions would you like to ask? Now, I do have a lot of questions, but remember, you are allowed to ask questions. So as we go through this, if you don't understand something, if you want to ask Nondemisa or Miguel a question, please post it into the Facebook group. And we will be talking about the 29th of April, but at the end of this. So please make sure you stay tuned and you let your friends and family know. And more importantly, tell us right now if you are a client of APSA Bank. So let's get straight into this, ladies and gents. I would first like to introduce our first guest, who is Nondamiso Napai, who is the head of product at APSA Home Loans. And then we have Miguel Martins, who is the, is the product manager for investors at EBSA Home Loans. So now is the perfect opportunity. So first of all, welcome, Miguel and Nondamisu. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Great uh, to be here and to join. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Welcome, Migs. Thanks for having us, Andrew. Brilliant. So um, I've got quite a lot of questions. Nondamisu, if it's okay, I'd like to start with you. So the first question is, um, uh, Nondamisu, so someone, someone is asking, what is the actual payment relief that Absa uh, Home Loans is offering and who qualifies for it? 
Great. Thank you, Andrew. So, so in line with our beliefs as a bank um, to put the customer at the heart of everything we do, what we have done as a bank, uh, we have launched a very wide uh, program around payment relief, uh, which cuts across our various products within retail and business bank. Uh, we launched it uh, at the end of March, and uh, we clearly understood the distress that a lot of our customers are going through as a result of the current context um, that we find ourselves in as a country. So very simply, the payment relief program has been designed to be very simple. It simply means your payments are deferred for three months, okay? And during that three month period, interest continues to be charged, uh, fees continue to be charged, and where you have certain products, and I'll give an example here, Andrew. Um, okay. if you if you pay your insurance for your property as part of your installment, that is included as part of the payment relief program. During the period in which you are not paying anything for three months, we will then capitalize and then ensure that post the expiry of the payment uh, relief program, we will then look at recalculating you, your term. So it's as simple as that, and it's across our various uh, lending products. Okay, um, and 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 on the MISO, So just to clarify, then, um, someone's asking a question on that. Does this actually mean though that I get three months for free or not? I love the question because <laughs> it comes for free. I wouldn't pay for free actually because we still charge interest during that period. We still charge fees, and uh, we will then capitalize and then ensure that that is covered after the payment relief. Um. As long as the customer knows that even though they're not paying installments, there's nothing that's for free because interest is being charged and fees are being charged. Sure. No, it makes sense, Nandamisu. Someone sent a, a request on Facebook saying, I own a property in my personal capacity and I have some properties in a company. Is there a big difference with the relief? No, no difference at all. And I'm glad that question is asked. So our payment relief program caters for all customer types whether your property is in your own name or whether it's in a joint bond or a PTY or a trust, it's all included as part of the payment relief program that we launched uh, at the end of March. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you so much, Nandamiso. So if it's okay, Miguel, I'd like to come to you. A question from Mitri. Dimitri, who is one of our members at the SA Property Investors Network. So Dimitri was asking, Miguel, if we do go for this payment relief with EPSA Home Loans, is it going to affect my credit record? Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. And that's a key question. A lot of investors have come to me directly asking the same question. So exceptional times require exceptional measures. And the payment relief, uh, taking a payment relief and taking that relief over three months will not impact your credit record, either with the bank or at the bureau. It's something that we've set up and ensure that, uh, that this uh, temporary measure, but key measure, does not impact our investors or our customers um, for the long term. Okay. And Miguel, Rion was asking about his flexi reserve, right? You're saying, will I lose my flexi reserve balance when receiving the payment relief? Yeah. So, so important. I think many people rely on their flexi reserves as, as, uh, as either prepaying their, their bonds or as a form of savings in case they need it for a rainy day. And, and thankfully, what 
what what we can uh, share with uh, with our customers is that the flexi reserve remains in place. You might have a payment relief, but what you've put in your flexi reserve remains in place. We, we do appreciate that our customers may have other challenges and demands elsewhere, either currently or in the future, and we don't want to impact their flexi reserves. So it stays as it is, eh? Stays as it is. Perfect. And what about interest rates? Everyone wants to know, does he get to keep the same interest rates? No, absolutely. So we, we, we saw a massive fall or drop in interest rates last week and the week before, uh, and, and there's even a d- d- discussion around further interest rate cuts. But uh, your, your, so your, your concession that you uh, that you um, have on your home loan account will remain as is, and as interest rates move, you will get the benefits of that uh, during payment relief and thereafter. So nothing changes in principle. Okay. We want our customers to come out of this three-month period in the same way they were going in. Brilliant. So it's actually quite simple then, Miguel. We try to make it as simple as possible. I think there, there are deep ramifications and, and deep considerations um, in, in terms of how it's been designed. And and, and 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 the team at the bank and in the back office and, and the IT really worked hard to make sure that uh, we were able to offer this to our customers uh, in in the right way. And we really tried to, as Non said, uh, Non Demisa said, we really tried to be as customer centric as possible, ensure that our customers are as le- as little impacted as possible uh, by this. And this is our contribution. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Miguel. Over to you, Nandamisu. Um, I want to talk, um, let's talk homeowners insurance and monthly fees, just to elaborate perhaps what you said at the beginning. Another question yeah. came in from Ben. He said, does, does, does this payment relief include my homeowners insurance and my monthly fees? Yeah, yeah. So the payment relief program considers those customers that are paying insurance as part of the home loan installment. I think it's an important distinction. If your insurance is part of that installment, then it will be included as part of the payment relief uh, that we have designed uh, in the home loan space. Um, Equally, those fees will be included um, and will continue to be charged, but then will be capitalized. For those customers that happen to pay insurance separately, it could be a debit order through a transaction account that is not included as part of the home loan installment. Therefore, it's not part of the payment relief uh, within the home loan space. Okay, brilliant. And Nanda Misa, what can people not do during these three months? So if you do give someone a three-month payment relief, what must they not do? Yeah, great question. I think, Andrew, it's very important that during this time that customers and consumers look at their own uh, budget and, and also not go for additional debt. And in some cases, I'm going to use a very simple example in home loans, um, thinking of further advance. It would not be ideal to ask for more debt um, and also for re-advance to increase your your loan with the bank. We would suggest that a customer rather focuses from not extending further debt, but then reconsider, post the payment relief and see if their situation has improved. Then we would encourage that post that. Okay, so you're, so you're encouraging them during this period not to take out any debt. And that's, that's a very good statement because one of the questions was, um, that's later on, but I'm going to bring it in now, Nons, um, is that 
if I do take the payment relief, am I still allowed to apply for a bond? So if, if somebody does find a great investment property, but you have given the payment relief, are they allowed to apply for a further bond or a second or third bond? Yeah, yeah. So, so Andrew, the mere fact that uh, one would take up a payment relief, um, it then suggests that uh, you need room to breathe during the difficult time. So it would be very contradictory, uh, should I say, that uh, one would then come in and say, actually, you know what, I want further debt. Um, so for this part of the payment relief, we would not encourage going in for a further advance or re-advance, as simple as okay. that. Simple as that. I like that. A question has just come in, uh, Nandamisu. Leon, uh, Leon, who's live on Facebook right now, wants to know, what is the fastest way to get the payment relief activated? Should they call your call center or just email or call their banker? What's the quickest route or what's the right procedure to take? All right, great. So if you have not received a message from the bank uh, to opt in at this point in time, we do have a page on the EPSA website. There's a COVID page with all the relevant contact details. Specifically for home loans, we've got an email address that's also on the page. Um, and we can repeat that at the end of this, uh, this conversation, um, Andrew. As simple as that. And then if you are a private banking customer, you may contact your banker and they will be able to assist you to obviously uh, opt in for the payment relief solution. Excellent. And what we will do, Nondemisa, for Absa Bank is, like I said, on our COVID-19 page, we're also going to put Absa's direct link and any contact details that Absa Bank wants to give us to give to you, we will give that to you on the COVID page. Just remember, www.jointsapin.com forward slash COVID-19. It is free to register and all the information is for you there. Okay, I think it's time, Nondemisa and Miguel. Uh, I think, Miguel, I want to come to you first here. There are quite a few questions coming through. I'm going to tackle um, Magdalene first. So Magdalene, who's live on Facebook now. Hey, Magdalene. Uh, she said, I transfer my bond payments monthly. If I take the relief, how do I know how much to pay for the interest and fees? Who, who, who do I contact for that? Okay. Well, thanks. And, 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 and that's a critical question. So I think during the three-month payment relief, and Magdalene would have been it would have been confirmed with her that she's obtained the relief if she asked for it if she opted in um, during those three months. None of the monthly payment or the associated fees are required. So as as, as Nandamisa said, if if a payment includes her homeowner's comprehensive insurance, uh, that uh, she does not need to pay that in during that that time. If she did though those fees or that, that amount would become available as part of the flexi in any case. So, so, so the, those funds are available. But come the end of the three months, um, so the, let's call it the fourth month, uh, the normal, we, we go back to the normal fees. So, so, so the way um, we're going to do it from, the, from a back-end perspective is it will extend the term of the loan so that on the fourth payment, you do not now need to pay your original payment plus a little bit extra to catch up. You'll revert back to very similar to your original payment, but your term will be extended so that um, the investor's cash flow is not impacted by the capitalization of those three months' worth of payments. 
Sure. So, so in Magda's situation, then I've seen some messages coming through. If 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 Magda was individual that was making the, the, these manual payments, and like you said, uh, Magda got verification that yes, Magda does not need to pay the monthly bond payments for, for the next three months. There would be communication between her and ABSA, uh, ABSA home loans out of the three months to then say, look, Magda, you will now need to pay the home loan uh, plus X amount, right? And that communication will be done through the Absolutely. three months. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's it, it's critical that uh, our customers get through the next three months. Um, this is sure. a very this is a very uh, unstable time. A lot a lot is happening that's impacting uh, our tenants, um, our costs, etc. And I think it's important that we just get through the next three months. At the end of that, we will revert back to to our normal payments. Sure. Okay. Great. Um, I've got one for Nandamiso, and I'll come back to uh, uh, back to you, Miguel. Just on Facebook, um, Nandamiso, Ellen. Hey, Ellen. Hope you well. Um, Ellen is saying, since the interest rate has decreased, the question is, since the interest rate has decreased, so does this mean the interest charged will be lower than usual? Absolutely. So that will be factored in. So should it still happen that we see further interest rate cuts at the end of the three months payment relief, those will be factored in. Um, when we look at the individual accounts and when we work out um, how much term is required to bring the installment back to what it was. So those will be factored in, absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Nandamisa. The questions are flying in, which is great. Remember, if you've got more questions, send them through. So, Miguel, I have another question here from Rion, and I'll read it word for word. So, Miguel, how will the non-payment during the payment relief be captured on the likes of, say, the TPN? Will it be listed as unpaid or will it be listed as something else? If it is listed as unpaid, then does it affect the payment profile, which is otherwise clean? Sure. Okay. No, and, and, and I think we, we touched on this early on, but important to touch mm. on it again. So, sure. so TPN tends to be a, a rental bureau for tenants. So we, we, we wouldn't necessarily put uh, your home loan payments on that bureau. And, and I'll come to TP in a second. Yeah. But when it comes to, to the other normal credit bureaus, um, the credit bureaus will not, there'll be no indication that goes through the to the credit bureaus that you have not made a payment. Because it's not that you haven't made a payment, it's that apps have offered you the payment relief. Um, and, and, and by virtue of the fact that we've capitalized what would have been the payments onto your bond, um, that is recorded as a, a, a as a payment having been made. So there's no risk of, of our customers being recorded at bureau as being a, as having non-payment. As when it comes as to a negative effect, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and that was key because uh, and, and that was a big part of the design. And if I, if I go back two or three weeks ago when um, when 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 the team was was busy putting this together. We, we had to really look at our systems. Our systems are so hardwired with credit bureaus uh, the, so, so that we can record payments, et cetera, that we really had to make sure that in this instance that uh, we, we, we would fulfill our promise that our customers' uh, payment profiles would not be impacted at bureaus because of payment relief. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Miguel. I've got a question. I'm not sure if this is for Miguel or Nandamisa, so let me ask it, and you can decide who's going to take it. This is from Christian Janssen at 360 Fin. So Christian is saying, if a client has an existing bond with, with APSA in her personal name, which she now wishes to move to an entity, 
if payment relief is activated and we apply for finance on that property in the new entity, will that count against her? If, if I may, I think in the way it's all been set up and the way the payment relief has been set up, I would definitely suggest that the clients stay with what they've got at the moment. I think uh, uh, before moving across, and, and there might be very various reasons why I customer, it suggests that the client is it. Andrew? Yes, no, I'll come to you. I think his internet's gone a little bit down there. Would yeah. you like to answer that? No, uh, and let's, not to be yeah. sure. I think... Uh, so I think so, it aligns so with your principle, um, Andrew, that we would not suggest or encourage any changes during the payment relief. Um, and it aligns exactly when we spoke about requesting for further lending. Um, we would suggest that you keep it intact um, during the three months and only look to change whatever you need to change post the three months payment relief. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nandalisa. <laughs> I think I spoke to myself there for two minutes, but exactly. <laughs> no, it's fine. Your colleague, uh, Nondemisa, uh, jumped in and saved the day. Um, Miguel, Thank now you. that you are back, going back to basics, you know, let's go back to why would a property investor want to take up the payment relief that Absa Home Loans is offering to everyone? Okay, so I think the payment relief is there. To shield, to shield the expectation of shortfall of income or, and, and in the property investors' world, shortfall of rent. So I think where you have tenants asking for a, a deferment on, the, on, on their rentals, payment relief is there to offset that deferral of their income with, with, the, with the outgoing cost of, of your home loan payments. So that's, that, that's a very uh, simple use case, and that's when, when they would think about it. But sure. really do think about the fact that payment relief does get capitalized to your home loan and there is a, a long-term impact. And I think uh, we know investors are very good with with, with, uh, with, with, doing the, with running the numbers, uh, the fairly an, an analytical bunch, run the numbers, understand the impact and see where that makes sense for you. Absolutely. Now, Miguel, someone just asked on Facebook, they're a tenant. So I guess for all tenants, should tenants in your opinion, should tenants be encouraging all their landlords to actually take up the relief? What's your, what's your view on that? So there are many, so many discussions around tenants and paying rent and, 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 and rights and responsibilities at this stage. And, and, and very simply put, uh, the bank's relationship is with the landlord, uh, with, with the account holder. What, they, what, what the landlord agrees with the tenant is really between themselves I would think that I would definitely suggest that uh, investors and landlords have those conversations with tenants, understand the, the ideally the temporary situation with regards to cash flow that their tenants are in, and, and if need be, provide that rental uh, deferment, an agreement with the tenants, and, 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 put, and make sure you're using a TPN's rental recovery pack that they launched a few weeks ago. Sure. If need be, yeah. the payment relief is here, provide that support to the landlord. Sure. 
Andrew, if I may, um, sure. and I think Mel makes a very important uh, point uh, from a bank point of view, because our obligation as a bank is really to the individual or or it could be joints, et cetera, that has a relationship with the bank. We would not get into a space of influencing um, outside of that relationship. Uh, so we would not uh, engage tenants to, to influence uh, investors to get payment relief. We don't control what an investor does with the with the, the, with the funds that would have been um, made available as a result of, of the relief. I think it's an important principle that we need to we need to highlight. Absolutely, and uh, Nanda Misu, um, a question is coming about a landlord who is with APSA. They've got six properties. Um, are they allowed to apply for relief on all six? Absolutely, absolutely. So it doesn't matter how many. Uh, properties you have or how many bonds you have, the payment relief will apply um, across yeah. the board. Um, and, and again, as you apply, you can engage with the bank. There is no limitation at all, Andrew. Okay, because another question came from Ellen. Um, and Ellen was saying like, geez, you know, you've got thousands of customers. Do you have a threshold, not amount of properties, but you have a, thre a, thre a threshold on the amount of people that you can actually help? Or are you able to offer this relief to all APSA home loan clients? So I love the question because it really touches on one of the other core principles that, uh, that we align to. So as a bank, we worked with various uh, industry bodies and regulators, which enabled us to come up with a very comprehensive payment relief solution across all of our lending products. Uh, simple, which includes your credit cards, vehicle financing, home loans, personal loans, etc. In fact, if we look at this, the payment relief actually covers a significant portion of our customer base. So to answer that question, absolutely we can. For as long as the customer meets the eligibility criteria of, of the payment relief, and we're very clear at the beginning, as long as you're up to date, um, you would be eligible for a payment relief solution. I guess also, Andrew, it might then raise a question of <laughs> what happens if I'm not up to date and I was under stress and I missed two months payment on my bond just before COVID happened. So, so with payment relief aside, the bank already has collection solutions that are there, short-term plans, long-term plans, forbearance solutions, wide range. And, and, and those customers that find themselves outside of that eligibility criteria can continue to engage the bank and the bank will be there to assist. Absolutely. So even um, what Nandamisa was saying is before COVID-19, if you were struggling, remember, call your bank and, and see what you can arrange. And I assume Nandamisa, that's just going to be in a one-to-one -one situation, right? With the yeah. customer and yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, another question, um, Dimitri. So you can decide who wants to take the question. If I take the payment relief and the term is increased as a result and I'm able to, am I able to revert back to the original term remaining if I pay a lump sum payment up front? So, so I guess what he's saying is he gets the relief, he's now paying a bit more, the term's been extended and, and he's got some cash. Can he can he pay that money back to go back to the original term? Absolutely, no, Andrew. Yeah, absolutely. So, so at the end of the payment relief, we are going to look at each individual account and we will determine the likely, 
the, the, the required term to ensure that customer goes back to the original uh, repayment uh, per month. Nothing stops the customer from putting in lump sums or um, prepaying. Those factored in will help reduce the overall cost of credit. Absolutely. So, so we would welcome that for those that are able to, you may do so. And, and, and the calculations will then obviously be looked at. And if it means that you're able to pay sooner, then it means you pay sooner than the extended term. Absolutely. Um, and, Andrew, uh, as, yes, Miguel. As, Andrew, so as I've spoken to various investors and, and, and these kind of questions are coming up, uh, what must I do now? What are the impacts of that, et cetera? Um, there's one principle that I'm, that, I, that I'm sharing with, with most investors. Survive, then thrive. Let's get through the next two or three months of, 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 of a, lot of in, a lot of uncertainty. Um, we don't know what we, 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 we don't have a clear view on interest rates. We're not quite sure what the impact of COVID is going to be. Uh, we're not sure what to, what's going to happen in the economy. Uh, and then, of course, there's this Moody's uh, or this uh, rate downgrade, right? That, that it came through. So we're still trying to understand what the effects are going to be. I think uh, as investors, we need to watch our cash flows, make sure that we can uh, ultimately um, survive the next three months. And then I think at that point, then we need to start running our numbers and saying, what happens next? What does it look like? What's, what's my next uh, uh, step in terms of building or managing my portfolio? Uh, and, and, then, and then make those, uh, and then think about those actions that uh, Dimitri put out. Big time, and I totally agree with you, Miguel. This is the time to just get through this stage. Um, and, just, and just a couple more questions, Miguel and, and Nondemisu. Um, so if I don't take up the relief right now that's offered, and let's say where are we now? We're in the month of April, right? Yeah. Um, April going into May. Say the middle of May, end of May comes. Are, are, they, are, are your customers still allowed to take up the relief even in one or two months' time, or do they all need to do it now? So, so, Andrew, that's an interesting question. So, so we haven't put a deadline um, with the payment relief that was due to market um, in March. Um, what it does, though, mean is that as a bank, we will continue to monitor the situation. And if it so happens that uh, we need to take a decision to close it, we will take a decision at that point in time. So for now, it is open, Andrew, and uh, barring any... Any deadlines, I mean, the customer can then opt in, let's say, in May. But as I say, I must stress that we will continue to monitor the situation as a bank and, and determine what that means from either extending or, or closing the payment relief solution. Exactly. Thank you so much. We do have another question from Silendile, who was the Investor of the Year Award 2009 Creative Category winner. Just before I get to that question, Silendile, I can see that a lot of people have just joined us. Just for your reference, we do have APSA Bank with us on this live stream. We've got Nanda Miso Ngapai, the head of product at APSA Home Loans, and Miguel Martins, the product manager for investor at, at APSA Home Loans. So please note, ladies and gents, if you have any questions for APSA, we are getting some great live questions right now in the comments box. Please, can you post your questions? We've got a few more minutes with Miguel and with Nanda Miso finding out what is APSA's home loan relief payment all about? And remember, this will be recorded. Now, a lot of you already know that if you go to jointsappen.com forward slash COVID-19, you can access all this information. This will be recorded and we will put it back on there with the contact details for APSA Home Loans. 
And please write this address down for me as well. We will post this in the comment box. Write down www.joinsappen.com, the same as before, forward slash 29, 29 April. The SA Property Investors Network will be running another live networking event. Of course, it's a virtual networking event on the evening of the 29th. You'll see the link in the comments box. For those of you that know the SA Property Investors Network, we run live networking events across South Africa where we work with like-minded property investors and we work with all our partners and our associates. It's a like-minded platform to help you build a successful, profitable property portfolio. So don't miss that event. The link will be in Facebook, uh, in, in, in the comment section. Click it and get more information. Coming back to you, Silendile. Um, Silendile says, um, Nondemisu. Do we need to provide proof of why we need the payment relief? Beautiful question uh, there. No proof is required. Um, you do not need to prove to, to us as home loans that you've been impacted uh, by COVID. Um, the eligibility criteria that we spoke to earlier on uh, was very clear around being up to date um, on, your, on your accounts. And that's as simple as that. Uh, we're not going to be asking you for additional documentation, et cetera. Um, and again, it's in mind it's, it's, it's in mind that we wanted to make it as simple as possible um, for our customers, given the current context that we find ourselves in as a country. 100%. Thank you so much, Nondemiso. Um, so, Miguel, just get, coming to yourself very quickly. Um, you know, we teach we 35 minutes into so I think there's been great value, good questions asked getting a lot of satisfaction from, our, from your clients on our Facebook group and our Facebook page. Miguel, is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners for today? I mean, yes, we've got Cyril addressing us this evening. Uh, we're going into the weekend. Just from you, um, you know, whether you wear your apps hat or personal hat, what, what, what would you like to leave our listeners for today? Thanks, Andrew. So, um so, so, so our president's addressing us tonight, and I guess it feels like a bit of a parole hearing, right? Hoping that we all get off in a week's time. Yeah. Um, I, I, the last time I shaved was just before lockdown, and really was uh, in my effort not to touch my face and rather touch my beard. So I'm looking forward to having a good shave next uh, next Friday. <laughs> um, but really, um, um, I've been really speaking to uh, and being on a lot of platforms where I'm engaging with investors trying to understand what's happening out there, who's seeing the market differently, who's engaging with their tenants in, a, in an effective manner. And I've been really trying to keep myself open. And, and in the absence of being able to network uh, at one of the SAPN events, this kind of platform is really helpful to keep me grounded and, and, to, grow and, and, and to grow my understanding of, of, of how to uh, plan in this space. I would definitely reiterate um, we're in a, in, a, in a high stress period of high uncertainty. I think um, pull yourself together. The abscess, abscess payment relief is one lever and one consideration. Think about how you're working with your tenants. The fact that they're in a temporary cashless situation uh, for most tenants is not part of their behavior. It's part of their individual situation. So work with them. Ideally, strive to still have your good tenants with you four to six months from now um, and as you as you build out and maintain a sustainable property portfolio maintain your costs uh, and keep your head as 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 a lot of noise runs around at the moment 100 percent miguel um, maybe, and miguel maybe one, 
Yeah, Maybe okay, one yeah. last comment, Andrew. So whether it's on the SAPN Facebook page or whether it's through the, uh, the SAPN website, um, I personally remain available to answer uh, investors' questions uh, on, on, on their portfolios, on issues relating to their home loans. I think uh, apps have partnered with SAP to, to remain uh, uh, available, to be available to investors. And even though now in a different format, uh, happy to, to remain as such. 100%, Miguel. I think the answer to that is if anyone has any more questions this afternoon, jump onto the SA Property Investors Network Facebook group and just request the question for Miguel. And Miguel and, and the Facebook admin team um, and Miguel will come back to you and we will answer those questions. Like Miguel said, Absa Bank are proud. They're excited to work with us as property investors and they're always available for you. Before I come to you, Nondemiso, about your last words for our listeners, I just want to read some comments that have been coming through Facebook. Um, Ellen, thank you very much for all your questions. You've been a star today. Ellen says, I love Absa. Well done. Leon says, a proud Absa customer. Very happy with your service. Refilware says, I'm a very, I am very happy with their program and their process. Unlike other banks, their process is not frustrating their clients. Keep up the good work, Absa. So a big shout out and well done to Miguel Thank Martin, Nanda Misika Pai, and, and the team at Absa Home Loans. I'm sure it's a team effort, right? Absolutely. 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 Okay. Over to you, Nandamisa. What would you like to leave? I always say to my guests, can you leave one positive comment for our listeners? Thank you for the opportunity, Andrew. And um, if it's one thing I'd like to leave behind, um, EPSA as a bank has built sufficient buffers and can withstand any systemic-wide market shocks. Um, and it's to really ensure that our customers out there, whether you, you are depositing money into the bank, your money is safe. Um, we've worked with regulators, industry bodies, to ensure that as a bank, we land a customer-centric solution that really talks to the customer and really reflects as a bank how we want to assist during this difficult time. I think the other component is that as a bank, we are a full value bank. And I know we didn't talk about it today, but, but happy to come back on Andrew next time um, with our colleagues in the bank to talk about how insurance actually comes into play uh, with regards to payment relief whether you become retrenched as a property investor or you experience loss of income, that's a, another topic altogether, which is quite exciting. Um, so to say there are various solutions and we're quite excited uh, that we're here and that we have been able to engage with our customers out there. Brilliant. Thank you so much. On behalf of the SA Property Investors Network and our team, I just want to thank Nanda Misu and Miguel for all for their time and for answering all our questions. And like we said, ladies and gents, you can continue these questions by going to the SA Property Investors Network Facebook group and asking those questions. And most importantly, please make sure you note that website address I gave you, which is joinsappen.com forward slash the 29th of April, because on this event, we still gonna allow our members to pitch deals. Right now we have members who have property deals where they're looking to raise finance. And then we have 
uh, an investor who's already got the finance, he's looking for a property deal. And as I said, we're going to have our national partners giving you a further update. So this will be an event where you're going to, where you will learn, you'll get motivated, and we're still going to connect you to property practitioners. Hopefully by then, ladies and gents, we will be coming out of lockdown and we can go back into the marketplace and very carefully, with caution, look at where the opportunities are going to be. So please click on that link, the 29th of April at 6.30 in the evening till 9.30, 10 o'clock we will be finishing. We are running the same event as though it was live. It's just going to be a virtual event. From from my side, and thank you again, Michelle, uh, not Michelle, Miguel, um, and non-Demisa, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. And ladies and gents, have a great weekend, and I hope to see you soon. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us on Prop Chat, brought to you by SA Property Investors Network. Make sure you visit their website, www.sapropertynetwork.com, where you will find ebooks, webinars, newsletters, training videos, property assessment tools, event tickets, and much more. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so you'll never miss a show. SA Property Investors Network, a place where property investors meet. Connect today, expand tomorrow.